What's going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of Healthspan Academy. I'm your host, Craig Shearhart, and joining me today is CrossFit competitor Alex Gazan, who has been competing in CrossFit since 2018. Her best lifts right now are a 240-pound clean and jerk and a 375-pound deadlift, and she's just coming off a fourth-place finish at the Granite Games and has qualified for her first CrossFit Games. So today is all about Alex's uh, training and her methodology and what uh, keeps her as fit as, as she is. Alex, thanks so much for joining me today. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I want to kick this off with how CrossFit came into your life. Obviously, you, you, yeah. you got pretty good at it uh, uh, after a while. How did it all begin? Thanks. Uh, I just played sports in high school. Like I was super into lacrosse. Um, we had like a lifting class that I really enjoyed. And um, my health teacher like saw me climb a rope in the school and was like, you should do CrossFit. And I was yeah. like, oh, like... <laughs> I only had like known like the stigmas of it, like that it was expensive and people got right. hurt and like mm. all that stuff. So I was like, okay, like, cool. Like, but no thanks. Yeah. And then <laughs> I went to class the next day and she like, uh, handed me a piece of paper and it was Reagan Huckabee's number. And oh, she really? was like, she's expecting a call from you at five. So call her. So they pretty much just like set me up. And, oh, cool. Um, I went to the gym and fell in love with it and the rest was history. I was 16 at the time. So like wow. I fell in love with it and then I found out you could compete and then I was like, okay, now I'm really sold. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> nice. Those rope climbs are kind of like a projected projection of the future, I guess. It's crazy. Yeah, um, I guess so. So you're obviously a good athlete at some point. Was there like a turning point you realized you could, you could really make a run at this or was it just kind of a gradual thing? You got a lot of beasts in your gym. Was it a moment when you started to keep up with those other athletes or how did, how did you start to, to get into the competitive side? That's a good question. So when I started at the gym back in Oregon, um, mm-hmm. and I saw that there was a teen division, I was like, Oh, like, that's really cool. Like yeah. I want to try to do that. And so granted, I didn't really understand like how many elements go into being a CrossFit competitor, like how much stuff there is to be good at. And I just was kind of like, well, like I'm just going to go for it. And, um, I ended up like missing out by just a couple of spots. And throughout that process, like all my coaches at that gym were like, Hey, like just think bigger, like be patient, like CrossFit's the long game. And, um, like they kind of like, believed in me and said like I had potential to go as an individual when I was older. So that's kind of where like the seed was planted. Cool. And then I just kind of like wasn't in a rush. So just training. And then once I got in contact with like underdogs and like um started training with them. I still didn't really know like I guess it would be this year. I was kind of more just like patient, like whenever it happens, it happens. Yeah. Um if that answers your question, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for uh, sure. No, it's it really just cool. about then. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So this is this was your second semifinals, uh, Granite Games. Talk through what were there surprises this year? Did you feel more relaxed? Like what was your kind of headspace going into that weekend? Yeah, I, it was night and day difference from last year. Uh, yeah. Last year, I was like one of the last seeds in mm-hmm. West Coast Classic, and yeah. I was just there for fun. Like I was like, I have no expectations. Obviously, doing my best, but like I had no expectations of qualifying for the game so i was like yeah. it'd be cool to like move up a heat like that'd be a good goal for the weekend yeah um i had some like pretty big holes as well and uh i just knew like i had to go into that weekend just for fun and of course it was like nervous and scary but this mm-hmm. time like after quarterfinals like there was that internal pressure of like okay like you're seated pretty high and like there's a chance if you like execute and you do what you can do so 
there's right. definitely a lot more nerves in the sense of like pressure and the like wanting to perform. On. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but also night and day difference in the sense, like I had a coach this year and I didn't yeah. last year and like I had a support team and I like it just totally different, but it was so, so good. So yeah. fun. That's amazing. Um, yeah. I, w- I want to talk more about that relationship. I've, I've chatted with Justin uh, once or yeah. twice and he's, 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 I love that guy. He's so passionate. Yeah. He just like breathes fitness, oh, yeah. uh, which is super yeah. cool. Um, I want to get into some of the differences in your, your training from day one. Was there a drastic change when you, you moved into having a, a coach? Was it kind of just continuing on where you're at? What is it just training volume? What are the biggest differences from what you're doing today yeah. towards the earlier days? So like when I first started and training with the girls, like they were pretty hands off. Like mm. they wouldn't be like, Oh, you need to come do like this, this, and this. It was like whatever I wanted. So right. um, they would send me what they were doing and like, I could show up and do it with them. Um, and then when I moved to Vegas, I just started following like a template program. I did forge by Zeus and I did what I wanted. Like I definitely cherry picked and like, I'm sore, so I'm not going to do this. And, um, just kind of like did what I felt like when I felt like it. And then transitioning to Justin, I'd say like the biggest change is like just being so consistent on a plan, like Mm -hmm. doing monostructural every morning and like doing lifts consistently every week and gymnastics Mm -hmm. every week. And, um, the volume was definitely a lot more than I was used to. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like my body adapted pretty fast and it was yeah. just, I'd say the biggest thing is just the consistency, like right. with all those stuff. And then of course, like the environment, like getting pushed every day is huge. Yeah, absolutely. So give me a, a quick snapshot of a, of a typical day. You mentioned monostructure in the morning. Is it, mm-hmm. are you, are you lifting like how many, how many days a week are you doing barbell? Like what's a snapshot of a typical day of, of training? Yeah. To finish? Um, I kind of like the way Justin like cycles us through the week. Like, uh, every day's intense, but a little bit, it varies in like what we're doing. So right. Monday is like probably our biggest, like volume day Monday or Tuesday. Now we're like doing Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but like in the beginning of the season, it was like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay. So like it just shifted a little bit, but our first day of the week, which is either going to be a Monday or Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, really big volume day, like back squats. Uh, then we do like pop, like clean and jerk or clean like some sort of olympic lift in that format mm-hmm. and then um skill piece so like a gymnastics piece yeah uh, then a metcon and accessory work so like there's a big chunk of session there and then that's on top of the monostructural that we'll do in the morning which is usually like assault bike or running yeah um so that's like probably our biggest day and then the day after that's a little lighter. We do a lot of power work. So like power snatch, power clean. Mm. Um, that's really our only work with the barbell on those days. Okay. Um, and then a running or longer monostructural piece and accessory work. So it kind of ebbs and flows. Um, but every day we're doing some sort of cardio in the morning, like working on engine work. Yeah. And then um, caught like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. That's awesome. Um, and it's, and last time I talked to him, there was kind of like, he has a general program for all the underdogs and then there's a bit of customized pieces. Uh, is that how it works for you as well? Or are you kind of just following the, the underdogs general program? Yeah. So, uh, the main season, like October through like the open, I feel like we all pretty much did everything the same. Like we all yeah. had the same skill piece or whatever. And then mm-hmm. after, um, quarterfinals, it definitely like started being a little bit more specific. Like you need to work on this. You need to work on this. So like yeah. we, would all have like the same Metcon just so we could 
push together, but then we'd all have so you're maybe different weaknesses or yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Uh, let's chat nutrition. So do you yeah. have a nutrition coach? Are you tracking macros? How's how dialed in with, with that? Are you? Um, I've kind of been on every end of the spectrum with nutrition. Um, <laughs> I've had a coach. I worked yeah. with Jen Ryan from Invictus for a while. She's wonderful. Okay. Yeah. Um, right now I'm not tracking. I kind of just have been going by feel. Yeah. Um, I think I'm going to track going into the games just cause like the volume, I want to make sure I'm eating enough. Yeah. Um, I think there's definitely benefits to like tracking and being really diligent, but I've also yeah. like had problems where I get too obsessive to the point where I'm like weighing my ketchup and I'm like, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's ridiculous. That's a little over the so, top. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. So I find myself like, if I start to feel that way, then I'll take a break from tracking and then like go back into it. And then yeah. like, once it starts to get too much, then I'll just back off. So, yeah. um, I was probably going to reach out to Jen this week just cause I want to make sure I'm eating enough, um, cool. going into a big training volume. That sounds like a smart way to do it. I think like it's that delicate line of, not mm-hmm. keeping a healthy relationship with your food, right? Um, mm-hmm. And are you would you say you're more focused on quantity? Do you do you like how much does quality factor in that getting minimally processed and that kind of stuff? Are you just trying to get them however you can at this point? Um, I used to be. I think this is probably where like all the mental side of eating stemmed from. Like I did paleo for a while. Yeah. Um, like to the point where like I wouldn't lift bar. I was like, nope. Oh, like. Wow. <laughs> it was like super it was annoying it was like obnoxious yeah um and now like i'm much more relaxed like obviously i feel like quality plays a factor in how you feel For like sure. if you're sitting there eating mcdonald's like you're not gonna feel good training so yeah I can um, imagine there's a lot of a lot of games athletes eating mcdonald's every day yeah, yeah. <laughs> so i definitely like i value quality like i try to get like make a lot of my own food or like mm-hmm. minimally processed but like you said too at this point like there is a lot of calories to be consumed so yeah. like at the gym we have a carbs locker that's like all candy and um, <laughs> that's amazing like, it sounds like a dream yeah so i definitely like i eat ice cream every night like there is like, that good balance of eating a little more what people would consider like unhealthy foods yeah, uh, yeah. but yeah i don't know i'm not like a big like oh i want to go eat pizza gal like it just doesn't make me feel that great so i'm yeah, like yeah. fair enough so you just kind of like Listen to your body more or less. And I mean, t- most of that stuff they're burning off anyways, right? Yeah. Like calorie, I'm not concerned about calories. Like yeah. I should probably be eating to the point of being super full yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Uh, let's talk a little bit about mobility. Um, is that something that you do mostly on your own? Do you follow specific programming with mobility of an app that you follow? <laughs> or is Justin programming that? Or is, how does your, your mobility recovery routine look like? I'm giggling because I'm like the least mobile person ever. And like, if Justin listens to this, he'll probably laugh. He had me do like the <laughs> squat, like overhead and like stand at semis. And I was like, please don't, like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> um, I've tried, like, I should just follow a program. I did um, go on for a bit and that was like helpful. I like learned all the stretches and just started doing those on my own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I struggle in that department. I don't know if it's genetic, but like I've stretched like, day after day after day. And then if I miss like one day, then it's like back to ground zero. Um, I feel you. I, I yeah, literally my entire adult life stretching every day and just like a beaten, beaten against the wall. And finally, like the last couple of years, I kind of broke through a little bit, but it's, but I'm not competing for the CrossFit games by any means. Yeah. 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 So um, like, I mean, I stretch every day. This I usually stretch after like my cardio piece in the morning. Like that's kind of like 
a good routine for me. So like I'm hot and sweaty and like, it just, mm-hmm. it's a lot easier to stretch then. For sure. Um, yeah. At this point I pretty much just do everything I learned off of GoWad, but yeah. uh, I should probably like stick to a program and see if that will help. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, probably would be a positive. We know. Um, let's talk about, uh, the, the mental piece, Alex. So, mm-hmm. um, leading into an event, do you have like a routine that kind of gets you in the right headspace? Do you do visualization like, uh, mantras meditation? Is there anything different you do leading up to a competition mentally? Yeah. Uh, Justin was kind of like talking with us this last weekend and it was really helpful about just like visualizing like the event, like movement for movement like Mm -hmm. picturing yourself hitting the target for the wall ball every time or hitting the lift or whatever that is and that's really helpful um for myself like i think the biggest thing for me is like going onto the floor knowing like at the end of the day it is just a workout like obviously do your best and like you want to win and you want to do great but i can still go home to my family and like they're gonna love me (laughs) whether i get first or 30th and i think taking yourself like a step back and like remembering that helps you to have fun and when you have for myself at least like when when i'm having fun i usually perform better yeah i love that very cool so so let's talk a little bit more how uh, you originally got linked up with justin the underdog seems to be just blown up and you've got tons of athletes uh, that you're training with every day how did you get connected with him originally so i moved to las vegas very luckily just like right about the same time that all the underdogs did Mm. um but i was training at a different gym probably about like 20 30 minutes north okay um and i had people that i knew text me like hey you should go work out with carrie like hey like guess who's in vegas and yeah uh i just don't have the personality type to like walk into a gym be like hey i'm alex like i'm gonna train with you like that's just not me um but like, I definitely knew she was there and I was like, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, my friend Brent at, uh, the gym I work at and mm-hmm. was also working out at, um, he started kind of chatting and talking with one of Carrie's friends. And he was like, Hey, like I have an in for you. Like I know how to get you to carry. And I was like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I don't, that's whatever. The legend. He just. Yeah, he kind of just did it and uh I went and worked out with them one day and yeah. The rest is history. That's amazing. Uh I feel like yeah. Carrie would be a good kind of first face to deal with. She's just so personable and like oh so likable and and an absolute and like somehow humble. Like she's just like she's really yeah. good. But you'd never know it talking to her. Super cool. Yeah. I yeah. was so scared, so so scared like walking in and like after two seconds of talking to her, I was like, oh, okay. Like she's awesome. Like yeah, yeah, very welcoming. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. that, that's amazing. So yeah. And like I said, there's a lot of like kind of heavy hitters that you're at Rhino Crosser, right? Mm-hmm. And are you working out with, uh, with a lot of them like, like day to day, are you in workouts kind of on your own or how does that look? Yeah. So, uh, leading up to semifinals, we were all kind of had a little bit different stuff just based off of what semifinal we were going to. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like Matt DeLugos and I were um, training mostly together because we both were going to Granite Games. Yeah. Um, so we were on like the same training plan kind of thing. And like, mm-hmm. then like Danielle and Kyra and Mitch were doing the same thing. But prior to that, like leading up to quarterfinals, we all trained together, at least like for the Metcon and yeah. lifting. Yeah. Uh, I feel like everyone's kind of like does their own thing for the monostructural because some people do it at home or we'll yeah. go in early. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'd say like pretty much everyone is together usually. That's sweet. And 
So day to day, how much like is Justin in contact with you like every other day or like once a week? Is he texting, coaching, you talking face to face more? How does, how does your kind of, how do you get your coaching for the most part? He's there. He's like yeah. all hands on. Yeah. Um, granted he has like kids and stuff. So some days he's like out, but he's yeah. there probably 80 to 90% of the time. And oh, wow. um, like whether that's just being there, like supporting us or just like, hands-on coaching for like cues and this and that yeah um matt and i were like giggling and thinking it was so cute because he texted and called us every day leading up to granite games because he was still <laughs> in um he was in knoxville for okay, yeah. the mac right. but he still texted us like how are you guys how you doing that's amazing um he's very hands-on and like super involved which is awesome like it yeah. makes you feel like cared for and like it's nice yeah it's uh it's that's been my favorite thing of watching semis is just Justin's reactions to his athletes like winning workouts. It's like because it's you know and when you know it's like just genuine too, right? He's just like just gets genuinely yeah. fired up, which is so cool. Oh, to it's see. so it's such a good feeling to like may, be the cause of that reaction. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like, <laughs> oh it yeah. so good. I can only imagine. Very cool. Uh Alex, so what what are the targets? This is your first CrossFit games? Do you do you have expectations going into it? Is it kind of similar to your first year in semis? Do you have like what what's uh what's your expectations going heading in? Uh obviously do my best. Like I don't want to go and like not compete. Like I wanna be a competitor. Yeah. But also a little bit of the like, hey, I earned it, like have fun. Don't yeah. like you don't have to go and stress yourself out every yeah. event. Like yeah it is a big accomplishment just to go there. So I'm trying sure. to remember that and like yeah. focus on enjoying the moment. Like it is, you'll never have a first time again. So very true. I love that. Yeah. And so how do your priorities shift as we lean into the games? Is there tweaks to training? Is it just more of the same? Have you and Justin kind of talked that through yet or, or what's, uh, what's the um, approach there? I haven't had a long conversation with him yet. Like to debrief uh, semifinals after quarters, we like met up later in the week and just yeah. like chatted about our goals for semis and like what training will look like. So I assume we'll do something very similar in the next few days. Yeah. Um, he's in Canada right now with Allie, oh, um, nice. Allison Scuds. So I'm kind of just, I don't want to take his time away from her right now because yeah, it's a big weekend. Um, right. But I'm sure we'll talk maybe Monday or Tuesday and um, by Tuesday I'll have programming. So that cool. will line up as far as like my personal stuff changing. Um, Probably the nutrition side, like tracking more. Yeah. Um, I typically work pretty late. I coach till eight thirty. Mm. It's been fine throughout the season. Um, yeah. like I haven't struggled with sleep or anything, but uh if for some reason I feel like I'm not recovering enough, then I might try to switch that schedule around a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, Fair enough. My husband is working, so he's not home. So like there's not really a lot to navigate. Um there. So that's kind of a relief as far as like I don't have to stress about feeling bad not hanging out with him or anything yeah and yeah. Um, so yeah otherwise cool. everything should just stay the same amazing well I'm, I'm wishing the best luck i'll be cheering for you as we get closer to the season yeah. thank uh, you thanks so much for the time alex it's been an amazing yeah chat. what's the best way for people uh, to follow you leading up to the games um probably instagram that's okay. like the biggest thing that i use uh it's alex gazan and then an underscore cool awesome well we'll link to that yeah. in the show notes thanks again for the time and appreciate the chat yeah thank you all right. Thanks for tuning in this episode of Healthspan Academy, guys. And we'll see you next time. Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in today. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Thank you so much for supporting this channel. This has been a fun project. We are growing in viewership every single week, and we obviously couldn't do that without you. So thank you for continuing to tune in. I really hope you're getting value out of the, the programming and the content. 
just wanted to give you a heads up. I've been working on a, a book on health and longevity the last couple of years, been collaborating with my colleague, Dr. Dan Vitale, who's uh, an expert in the field as well. And we, we've basically just kind of summarized the literature, some of the techniques that we found really useful in the world of biohacking, what our exercise regimen looks like, what's, you know, cardio type stuff is going to help us live longer and healthier, a mobility work nutrition. We've covered the whole spectrum, everything that you can basically be in control of in your health and fitness kind of moving forward to help you live as healthily as possible for as long as possible. And it's available free for download. So if you click on the YouTube banner, you'll see a link to download the the blueprint. It's also on our Instagram profile or on the website. You can click on fivepillarmethod.com slash optimize to get your free copy of the book. And I hope you enjoy it. Hope you're keeping well. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time.